Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, guys. How you doing? Well, we're doing great, with the exception of, are you worried that our expectations for 50-point games will be too high after two of the last three games ended with 50-plus points? That's what I'm feeling like I'm expecting now. Well, I don't think so. I know we uh, hold ourselves. I know Dak and company hold themselves to a, uh, to a high bar, but uh, certainly it was nice to go out there and get in the rhythm and execute, and uh, we certainly understand the the situation and the circumstances, but it was still good to uh, be able to go out and execute and and uh, have success. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're still playing against professional football players, and uh, it was good to have that success as we head into the playoffs. I'm sure you're watching yesterday's football, Stephen. How excited were you to move up from number four to number three? Well, anytime you can improve your seating, I think it's a good thing, and. Uh, doesn't say anything one way or the other about who you'd rather play, whether it be the Rams, the Cardinals, or the uh, or the 49ers. It just uh, gives you a, uh, one little better chance that you might host a, uh, if you were able to have success in your first playoff game, you might get another home game. So you just never know that. But it's always good. I think anytime you improve your your seating, it's a good thing. Steven, this is a kind of a two-part question, so my co-hosts are going to be very mad that I stole two questions with oh. one. I get it. But is it going to be longer than a minute and five, like uh, Chia Follow? You keep talking, it will be. Um, oh, but the uh, the so you got you guys go six and zero in the division. You blast the division. That's got to feel great. Like winning the division. How important was that? But also. McCarthy talks about un- uncommon opponents frequently and how they're just different games. What is the preparation when it comes to uncommon opponents? So how good does it feel to win the division 6-0 and and also preparation for uncommon opponents like the Niners? Well, I just think it's, uh, uh, you know, it's outstanding anytime you can go uh, against the NFC East. And I know, you know, people can have their criticisms of how competitive the East has been the last three or four years. Uh, but at the end of the day, these are top-notch organizations with great resources. And uh, to be able to uh, sweep the division is always a good thing, much less win it. And uh, certainly winning, it's a, a, a big, big deal. And uh, certainly fired up about that. That's the, the first box you check. And now we're the third seed in the playoffs. And we go to work, as you said, against an opponent we didn't play this year. So, uh, you know, they're going to be a big challenge. They're, they're very physical on defense. Uh, they, they're physical on offense, running the football. Uh, Garoppolo seems like he's, he's a gamer uh, for sure. And uh, they have some weapons uh, that can hurt you uh, when you look at their receiving core, especially Debo Samuels. We loved him coming out of the draft. A Gamecock who, uh, you know, really got our attention. He's been a great uh, player at the NFL level and will create a lot of challenges for us. Now, we're going to put you to the test just a little bit. You talked about running through the division just the third time in franchise history. The Cowboys have gone undefeated in a divisional schedule. Can you tell us the other teams that were in the Capital Division in 1969 when you guys also did this? Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to fail that test, so I'm not even going to attempt. <laughs> well, believe, believe it or not, it was remarkably similar. It was y'all, Washington, Philly, and then also the New Orleans Saints. The no, the Saints. <laughs> it, so, yes, there. If, if you want to impress anybody with football knowledge today, it was the Saints in the Capital Division. You're welcome. Oh, my.
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try that one on a few of my cowboy buffs that I have that just think they uh, know anything and everything about cowboy history. I'll try that one on them. You know, that's a great point. From here on out, I really think when we do the interview, since you provide us with content, we should provide you with content to take out <laughs> into the world and impress your friends. Yeah, we'll help you out there. I like it. I like it. So you mentioned the word physicality, and that is something that it seems like the 49ers thrive on. Our newest insider, Bobby Belt, who I believe you know, is just emailed this, and, and he has a lot of stuff of the Cowboys talking about the physicality of Denver, Kansas City, and Arizona in the losses this year. What is the issue with physicality specifically to this Cowboys team that they can have problems with? Well, I just think anytime you play against a team who's, uh, you know, who's committed to the run, which the 49ers uh, uh, have been uh, in their uh, success that they've had, I guess, over the last nine games. I guess they're seven and two. Uh, and then, of course, on defense, they've got some big, big physical players, uh, you know, on that defensive front. And uh, I think anytime you, you play a team that uh, is committed to that and they draft to that, uh, then you're going against their strength. And, uh, you know, historically, we felt like we've been physical in the front, especially the offensive front. But uh, we're going to need to pr- bring our uh, A game in terms of being physical and, uh, you know, feel like we can do that. You know, Stephen, some people have said this, this this offense has kind of been wonky at times. It's kind of been a little bit of a roller coaster. What what can the Cowboys offense do to to give Dak his best opportunity to take advantage of what San Francisco is giving? Well, I think if we can go out there and have success running the football, and seems to be everybody's magic number. I know it is with Mike when he talks, and Kellen when they talk to Jerry and I and Will. It, you know, if you get that, if you get in there and you look up when the game's over and you run the ball thirty times, then that's a good indicator of being physical and uh, you know executing on the offensive side of the ball. And you know, to me, that'd be a you know a big deal, a big number for us if we could. Uh, you know, if we could pull that off. And uh, I know everybody wants to, to run the football. I know San Francisco is going to feel the same way. Uh, but we've just got to, uh, you know, get in there. And, you know, Zeke showed what he'd do the other night. Uh, you know, he had, you know, in a, he didn't play the whole game, but had 18 carries and, you know, had a productive night. So I think those are all big, uh, you know, positive things, especially as you get into uh, playoff football. We're obviously going to be in a, great weather uh you know in our our first home game but you never know where you might end up on the road and what that might bring in uh obviously being uh, physical running the football is a is a big deal when you uh when you get into inclement uh condition you you feel good about excuse me you feel good about tony pollard's availability this weekend absolutely uh he'll he'll be ready to roll and uh uh feel great about him and Obviously, feel like we're uh, you know a much better offense when you've got uh, uh, when you got Zeke and Pollard out there uh, running the football. I think they're great uh, uh, compliment, compliments to one another. I think it helps our complementary football in terms of uh, uh, what we do as an offense, and be be great to have him back uh, when we line up against the Forty ers 
how I don't I don't know if nerve wracking is the right phrase or how you would describe it. But another thing to factor into the playoff run, aside from matchups and everything, is you have to keep people off of the covid list. Like how big of a factor is that throughout not just the regular season, but especially now that you're into the playoffs? It is. I mean, uh, obviously we push. We, uh, you know, it's it's in the messaging nonstop that we've got to make sacrifices in terms of uh, uh, what we're doing uh, as players, as coaches, et cetera, in terms of uh, uh, trying to stay as healthy as possible. And uh, we all know how contagious, uh, contagious this uh, variant is, and we just have to uh, uh, do, you know, really conduct ourselves in a way that give us a chance to uh, – stay virus free and give us an opportunity to put, uh, you know, our best 48 guys out there to go out and beat the 49ers. The Cedric Wilson was a star of the show on Saturday night and it was a great time to be alive for him. What do you think he earned around the league? Like the, the, you think there were more eyeballs now checking out Cedric Wilson and how does he help you guys going forward? Well, he's just, uh, uh, the ultimate team player and, you know, we laugh around the building and not laugh. I mean, we're so respectful around the building is whenever he gets opportunities, all he does is step up, and make plays. And, uh, uh, it's great to have him on our team. Uh, certainly you miss a, 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 a talented guy, a skilled guy like Michael Gallup and what he brings to the table. But, uh, to be able to have said Wilson for that matter to, uh, uh, Noah Brown and Malik Turner. Uh, we've just got a, a good group of guys who are ready to step up when need be. Now, we talked about COVID. You talked about Tony Pollard coming back. Are there any, whether it's from the game on Saturday or just in general, lingering injury potential issues that we need to keep an eye out on this week? No, I just feel like, uh, you know, we've got a great opportunity here to be as healthy as we've been. And uh, obviously that's barring in barring something unforeseen, but we feel really good, you know, other than the the obvious guys who are on IR, uh, we feel really good about the health of this football team. Now, we're talking with Stephen Jones right here on 105 Through the Fan. You're also a member of the competition committee. Now, I don't think this is actually a competition committee or a rules committee issue, but I'm hoping that you can get this to the right people that need to make this decision. How do we get the games to just be called the name of the day that they're played on. Like there was a Monday night football doubleheader on Saturday. Why, why can we just not say that it's not on Monday when it's on a Saturday? <laughs> well, we'll certainly address that for you. Uh, as, Appreciate as that. Uh, you know, you kind of get the leeway to what these guys want to call things who are kind of writing you the check. So, uh, uh, Unless it's just something that's an issue, uh, we'll probably uh, continue as is as we move forward. Well, fair enough. I appreciate you going to bat for me. Dude, there. Yeah, I especially really do. he's doing that for you. Yeah, that's I awesome, appreciate man. that very much. Steven, my kids need to go to private school, and I need a lot of more money. Who should I bet on tonight, Georgia <laughs> minus two or Alabama plus two? I think I couldn't tell you what two. I mean, all I know is those are the two best football teams in college. And uh, I can't wait to watch the game. It's uh, field will be loaded with future NFL players. It's uh, uh, it's as good as it gets. And I mean, two great teams, two great coaches, two great institutions. And I don't think anyone would uh, uh, beg to differ that there's uh, they're not the two best teams in college football. And it'll be a great game to watch. 
All right, Stephen. Before we uh, before we let you rock here, the you got a hundred thousand watts to talk to all the Dallas Cowboys fans in the DFW area, most of Texas actually. Message as you prepare for this playoff game, and your message to anybody considering selling a ticket to a San Francisco 49ers mm. fan. Well, I, I just can't imagine you want to miss this one, and uh, this is why you get involved. This is why you want to be a a season ticket holder, a suite holder, a sponsor. Uh, this is what, uh, what it's all about is being in the tournament. Of course, who would have thought we'd end up having a great rivalry tradition and uh, playing the 49ers here in, uh, uh, here in Arlington and at AT&T Stadium. Uh, it, it's going to be an amazing game, and uh, I wouldn't sell you tickets. I think I'd show up and have a great time and, and enjoy it. Yeah, we, we've talked so much the last couple of weeks about what a weapon Brian Anger has become. And then obviously in the past, we've talked to you about Zerline and everything like that. How, what's the confidence level in the special teams unit as a whole going into the playoffs when a lot of these games can be decided by the smallest of margin? Well, I know uh, obviously there's been a little question mark here and there about Zerline missing uh, an extra point or two, but uh uh, you know, he seems to always bounce back. And uh, uh, the biggest thing I think about Zerline is when he does miss, he seems to answer, uh, answer the bell quickly and make big kicks at big moments and uh, just have a lot of confidence in him. Obviously, Anger's uh, putting the ball at one of the highest levels in the league. And uh, I think his average for the year set a franchise record. So, And then uh, I know Bones has the, the coverage group and the protection groups all ready to roll. So, uh, I feel really good that uh, that phase, uh, that that phase of our game, is going to really show up and uh, can give us a win in that phase. And thank you very much, Stephen. Enjoy the game tonight, and thank you for encouraging fans not to sell their yes. tickets. Got to be Cowboys fans this weekend, Sunday. You can hear that game right here on the fan. As always, appreciate the time. Great being on, guys. Have a good week.